Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host Epifanio and this is episode 796. And today we continue looking into the shadow of Jinky 55, which is victimization. And this is when we start looking at um, kind of the stuff that um, Richard has researched and uh, or download or pulled out of his ass <laughs> either way and uh and in order for him to build this um prophecy or theory of the changing um times what's it called he calls it the great change right and uh and he's going to be talking about and we're going to be going over um what he calls the seven root races and their corresponding planes of reality and we're going to be looking into the first eon, preparing the Garden of Gaia. And uh, we're going to um, really um, dissect this stuff because he aims it all as if it happened on Earth. And how all these levels of involution um, coming from the creation of, you know, the connection with, with the source of the... Of, <laughs> and, and he's <laughs> and and so it's going to be very fun because he links all of this stuff, the connection of involution from point zero, from the void, from God, right, from the origin into the earth, and uh, that is uh, incredibly um, l- little. It's it's he's totally skipping the entire creation of the universe. And uh, so, but there is a link. So it's because, you know, we have to always look at um, every single piece of information that we come across and pick up the good stuff. And and the stuff that doesn't make sense, you know, because you've looked at other stuff and you've done your own research and you have your own contemplations and you've actually um, download um, what's relevant to you. And you start actually, you know, putting two and two together from here and from there and from all these places. And you're, you're going to find out a lot of things have different names, but they're talking about the same thing. Um, but you're going to, we're trying to put together what the fuck happened here. How, how did we end up here? And, um, and that's what he's doing to the best, to the best of his ability. Um, Richard Rod, the, the author of these jinkies. I think he's missing a huge chunk of stuff, and we're going to be really hammering on that today. Um, But um, what's important is to look at all these elements and find out where they belong. Uh, We are going to get, I believe, you know, this is my, um, based on what I've observed and studied and researched, we're soon going to get this full picture of what the fuck actually happened and how do we ended up here because everybody's got a different a different piece of the story and and a lot of these pieces don't match each other because they're missing or the the heads are jagged you know um and also there's chunks that we're missing of this puzzle and so we're all trying to figure out how how did this stuff happen and how, why are we here most of the mainstream, you know, people in the mainstream, they have absolutely no fucking clue about what happened. You know, they go back as far as, you know, 
Sumeria or something like that. And that's, you know, that's the beginning of civilization, you know, 10,000 years ago or something like that, which is ridiculous, you know. Um, and so, but yes, we had, and we talked about this in our last episode, we had our uh, very different um, civilizations, right? And also, you know, how... We're going to see how Richard organizes these civilizations in terms of the evolution of um, of the planes of existence, um, which it doesn't make sense how he's how he does it, and I'm going to point out why in many different ways, right? Um, but in other ways, I understand why he's doing it and and what's the relationship, and I'm going to point that out too. And that's what we're looking at. What was Atlantis? What was Lemuria? What was, you know, Hyperborea? And even, you know, before that, and why are we here? What happened in Atlantis? How did that whole thing end it? I mean, we're not going to go into full depth of everything, but I'm going to kind of talk a little bit about that. Um, and obviously, you want to pick this up with a grain of sand and our salt um, and do your own research. Get your own contemplation of this stuff. Get your own download. You do have lifetimes in all of these uh, eras, right? So you can connect with the information directly through your um, spiritual spiritual bloodline, if you want to call it like that, or your genetic bloodline. You know, some people don't have the genetic bloodline because they come from other places, but we all have. And some people don't have the spiritual bloodline because they come from other places right so but there's a way to get that in your contemplation you can download this information and this information not this information you can download your information your direct download right and and um measure it against everything you read everything you work you look at because there is evidence of of all a lot of this stuff is just that we're still trying to put the puzzle together. So never believe anything that anyone tells you about anything, including me or Richard or anybody, the Bible. Any. Look at it, take it in, in, you know, embrace it, study it and weigh it, apply it in your life. A lot of this stuff that we're talking about in this in these episodes that we're doing with this Jinky 55 it may or may not be totally relevant to where we are in our life right now, um, depending on what's your internal resonance. But I do want to get to the point that he starts applying all of this in terms of what he calls this prophecy, right? Because uh, I, the way that I see prophecy is, is the, the purpose of prophecy is to change timelines. If you see something... And you use something for a, for a reason, you can actually change yourself to a different timeline. And it's not uh, a lot of prophecies are nasty. And, and, you know, we've had a lot of those throughout this last, you know, probably since the 60s, um, 1960s. A lot of prophecies that have gone through the sideway. And it's good because, you know, or, or originally by now we should be, you know, volcanoes exploding and tsunamis, you know, turning the whole place in you know, disarray and clouds of endless ash and atomic <laughs> atomic explosions. And 
But no, we we kind of bypass that that uh, timeline, or maybe some people are on that timeline somewhere else, and not not me. Um, and and we're still on on that struggle, right, for moving and evolving as a civilization that actually it's actually going to make it through, instead of um, ending as happened with Atlantis and Lemuria and other civilizations. And so um, so we're going to be looking into all of that. But before we dive into all of that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to Jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. <laughs> At the bottom, there's a black menu with five links. One of them says Gene Keys. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that podcast episode and I'll get you started with what we're doing here on that episode. There's a link that says click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile. That is the map that we're using to use to apply this tool, the Gene Keys, which is 64 different um, basic building blocks of reality, basic paths of evolution, and they're all the same. They all are the movement from fear to love to enlightenment, right? Enlightenment meaning to be in low in knowledge of that which is, you know, the the unknown, right? And uh, and and there's so much unknown that we are in living in this reality. But the deepest, darkest unknown is our own lives. We live in fear of so many things. <laughs> And these fears uh, come in different shapes and forms, different frequency tones, right? And it's all embedded in the DNA. So the body, the bio machine, body, mind, consciousness, uh, it's 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 being programmed gradually as uh, civilization evolves. And this is something we're also going to be talking and and tapping into today. This civilization, the human civilization on planet Earth. As a genetic experiment, right? Uh, because, and this is the one thing that Richard doesn't touch on this thing, on this episode, on this part of the book. He's not talking about our extraterrestrial um, uh, origins, right? Which is, you know, that's what actually happens in order for everything to get to where we are right now. It's not like, you know, everything just started in the Earth. We're the center of the universe, right? And it's so funny that we <laughs> talk about that's at the center of the universe, right? Because in some way we we are, because we are at the at the cutting edge of evolutionary expansion in terms of spirituality and physicality. A lot of civilizations have evolved physically. And not spiritually, a lot of civilizations have evolved spiritually and not physically. Because of the nature of our free will, we can, and every entity in the entire of the multiverse, can position their attention on any any area of God, uh, which is everything, um, for as long as they want. And that will take them on a path, on a journey of evolution, on that kind of, you know, region of God, region of, 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 of knowledge, and, and then not necessarily covering the, everything else. And so that's why we have so many civilizations that are not um, totally um, ho- holistic, you know, 
encompassing all of these areas of of life because they're still on on a process of learning other things and so that's why we're here in this civilization and we're using this tool these gene keys um to learn how to move through our um what we call in the, in the gene keys lingo of the shadow right which is our misunderstandings of reality the fear that we have because if we don't we don't fear what we understand. Once you understand something, you are not afraid of it. If you, if you, you know, if you know, if you have, a, you know, a shotgun, know how to use it, and you're not afraid of coyotes or wolves or mountain lions, you're out there in the woods doing your hiking or bears, and you're not, you're gonna be able to hunt. If suddenly a bear comes at you, you just shotgun it in the face, you know. If it's going to eat you, I mean, that's not what you want to do. Like, that's last resort, right? You know, because you know how to deal with that. You know how to lift your arms and make loud noises. And if you're in a certain situation, get the higher ground. All of these things take your fear away, right? Last resource would be the shotgun, right? Very strong, but powerful, you know, because, you know, even a, even a gun wouldn't be enough for a, for a bear. But... That's where we are in terms of fear. If you understand how the financial system works, how truly works, because that's something most people don't know, then you know how to invest your money. You know how to put it here. You know how to make it work. You know how to make it, right? And you know when, you know, shit's hitting the fan, when to take it out of where and put it where. You're not afraid. Same thing with anything, once you learn and have experience of something, you know, a, you know, a woman or a family have had five children, you know, and they've grown up and they are, you know, healthy and strong and, and you know, solid people. They're not afraid of, of raising children. They know it's, it's going to be a fucking adventure, but they're not afraid of it. You see what I'm saying? It's like we are afraid of that which we don't understand. So that's our, our goal here, to understand what we don't understand within ourselves, which is within God, right? Because we are all that lens from which God is shining its light into this realm. And then ultimately liberating this um, experiment in this particular biosphere, right, of biophysicality, which is this biomachine we're writing, so that it can hold the consciousness of the entire multiverse. And eventually that's our destiny. That's where we're going. And that's what ascended masters have experienced or manifested throughout history. They have figured it out. They have gotten enlightened, which is to be in knowledge of everything. They got it. They figure out how actually subatomic structure works in terms of the larger world, you're talking about quantum field, that's quantum just really means little, but they've taken those same concepts that ha happen at the quantum level and manifested it or, or realize how they actually work in the larger, would you call quotes, Newtonian physics, right? And now they have, they have control over matter with their consciousness. The consciousness of God has mastery over, ma over matter. And so now they, they, they are the masters of this multiverse. And um, so that's where we're going. That's our destiny. And that's why we're learning how to use this gene key tool. Not because we're going to become masters of the universe. The, the only practical work that we can do with these gene keys 
is learning how to experience love to such a depth of degree that we become fulfilled with our lives right now. Without the superpowers, without the fucking revelations of God, any of that bullshit. Just centered, grounded, and connected with an, with an open heart, an open mind to the entire multiverse. So that you can start downloading information at some point when you reach that fulfillment... It reaches a peak where you no longer care about the the the, the person you you have reached a point where the personality no longer the body mind consciousness no longer has a hold on you because you no longer has have any shadows right there's no parts of you that you don't know so you know now you are in knowledge of at that moment the the, the kingdom of heaven the skies open up and God says you ready. That that's the point that the personality dissolves and you entered into a new, a kind of a new school of thought at that point that it's directly between you and God. And so that happens, but it's not going to happen because of your work with the jinkies. That's, you know, we do talk about it on the jinkies here, but not because it's something we do or we can do. How many mystery schools throughout history have so many initiates, you know, trying to do all this stuff. And they know it. They know that it doesn't work. It's not about it's not about them doing it because it's gonna work. It's it's doing it because out of the thousand or the million initiates out there, there's gonna be one who's gonna get it. So they're just they're they're it's it's a sort of crop that yields one one grain, you know, one success, one Christ, right, one master, and that's why they're doing it. Because it does have a one in a million success rate or something like that. But it's not the path for, you know, the 999,000 left. The path of the 999,000 left, it's internal and personal. No one can take you to God. You have to find it by turning it inward. And that is your own way to God. And you will get there inevitably. It's either in this lifetime or in another, in the next or the next or the next. But you are getting close because you're no longer out there, you know, trying to butcher up people and steal, you know, things from other people. And that kind of bullshit that happens at the lower levels of frequency. You're listening to this stuff. You're looking for stuff like this means that you are already on your way interested in this journey. So means you're getting close. So all of that information about this jinkies is on episode 256. Download that hologenetic profile. That's the map The map we're using. On that page, there's charts, there's a video, there's an audio, there's links, there's, um, there's an index of all the episodes. There's uh, um, resources for you to get, learn more, get books. And, you know, we have, we talk about all this stuff on almost 800 episodes that we have in the podcast. So it's, we have hours and hours and hours of this stuff here. If uh, listening to audios is easier than reading a book, but you can get the book, the Jinkies book, the Art of Contemplation is really good too. All of that information is there. If you want to learn more about Planet Homemaking, who am I, what's TV? what's the Pioneers of the Great Awakening, what's Pearl Planet, all of that stuff, click on the About tab and listen to episode one. This brand, this, this, this you know, uh, uh, service marks, right, to all of these um uh, these brands that we're using here, the whole purpose of this is to help people right now on the planet 
make decisions in their lives. And in order for us to make decisions, now we can no longer follow the crowd. You need to learn how do everybody needs to learn if they don't know, but probably you already know because you're here. But people need to learn how to listen to themselves so that their internal navigation system can differentiate truth from bullshit and, and navigate the decisions that are required right now in life, right now. And, and these decisions are life or death right now. Uh, in the last, you know, the last, uh, what's called probably, I mean, it's always been like that to a degree, but in the last three years, four years, it has become life and death. The decision for you to go accept, to be injected with this bioweapon, what they call mRNA vaccine, it's a bioweapon. It is not a vaccine. And now you have compromised your genetic structure by taking that hope. You know, a lot of people in the first shot got about 60% of the people got a placebo. So you might have dodged a bullet on that one, but this is playing, you know, Russian roulette, right? As you take those, the second and the third and the booster, you're basically uh, altering your DNA structure. And who fucking knows what else? Because probably, and a lot of people say there's nanotechnology on that. And I wouldn't doubt it because the technology is there. Right? Why? Why is this happening? Ask your fucking self why. The coronavirus, right? Well, you certainly hear it everywhere in the fucking news. And and now everybody's like, what? A virus that has a 98.99% of survival. And now you're going to take an, an, uh, an experimental uh, vaccine that hasn't been tested, that they pull out of their ass, who fucking knows where or how, be to save you from that because you're going to be killing your grandma. I mean, at some point, you realize that they are bamboozling you. And, and, and it's worse now because now there's evidence, right? Now we have all these thousands, millions, who knows? There's people that don't even talk about this stuff of adverse reaction effects all over the world. People losing their children, their mothers, their fathers, their husbands, their wives, their sisters, their brothers. And that's when you fucking wake up with a big slap on the face when your child is, you know, has myocarditis. When he was totally fine. Blood clots. And they're dead now. And cancers are rising all over the place. So, yes, at a physical, very basic existential level, it is um, of the utmost priority to learn how to listen to yourself, to understand why the world behaves the way it behaves. These 64 jinkies are the 64 basic building blocks of reality. If we can understand attitude, if we can understand why the world is the way it is, why we are the way we are, we can make decisions and say, you want to fire me from my job? Okay, fuck you, I'm out of here. And then you take up into the unknown with your child and your, you sell everything and off we go. You are on an adventure. And you're freaking out because you're wearing that safety of the, you know, the white picket fence and the, 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 the you know, the, all of the investments are with mutual funds, right? Investment and all that stuff. And now the whole thing collapses. You have nothing. What are you going to do? When you have God, when you have that connection to God as a solid fucking foundation of the universe, 
You couldn't give three fucks about what anybody does and says or try to bamboozle you, coerce you, or threaten you into do it. You're going to do whatever that internal inner drive, that internal navigation system, sonar, right? God sonar. You're going to take that direction. And then you're going to learn more about how to use that thing. This is the reason we have this tool right now. And we need to understand also these external grand world shadow you know, consequences. They are because of us falling asleep at the wheel of our lives, giving our power away. You know, what is money? Most people don't even fucking know what it is. Oh, money is what we use, you know. Do you understand what is the Bank of International Settlements? You understand what is the World Trade Organization, World Trade Bank, the World Bank? How does that work and how operates? Who runs that things? What is truly is the Federal Reserve? You know, and when we understand all of those things, we understand that we're living in a fake world. This world is not real. The only thing that's real in this world is the people. It is you and it is our actions and it's our relationships. When and your creations, before they become absorbed by the what I call the hierarchical matrix system. And uh, this system is it's our creation. <laughs> we put it up there. So how do we... How do, we, how do we go somewhere else? How do we create something else? All we have to do is put our attention somewhere else. And a whole new parallel universe opens up, a whole new reality. And now we're in a different timeline. And because you only have one attention at a time, you can only have your attention at one, on one thing at any given moment. You can change it very fast, microseconds, right? But it can only be in one place at a time. Your attention the moment you move it from there to here, they lose. And I'm talking they, meaning the world structure, you know, fake reality, loses a fuel source. Because the, the one thing that it feeds off is attention. Boom, you unplug that and you plug it up here. And the more of us that move our attention from here, from there to here, to a different timeline... That house of cards, because it is a house of cards, it doesn't have any power in itself, it collapses. And that is what we're seeing happening. And it's also this part of this prophecy that um, Richard Rudd is going to be talking about in his own words, in his own understanding. Which, you know, he doesn't see it like I see it. But I bring that other element. And, you know, if this doesn't resonate with me, just go on and, and continue your journey. Take whatever is important and valuable from here. Use it, dump the rest. What's important is that you listen to yourself and you understand who you are because a lot of people think that they know who they are, but they're not. They are run by the personality that it's a construct, that it's linked to this hierarchical matrix, the matrix. They think they know who they are, but they're not who they are. They're not who they think they are, right? It's a very different thing who we are and what the personality makes us believe that we are. And so there's, you know, agents in the matrix, right? You, you certainly turn into an agent when somebody says, well, you know, the uh, mRNA vaccine is a vile weapon. It's like, ah, how dare you? My grandma, you're killing me. Ah. And now they're fucking trying to, you know, squeeze your neck, you know, because you, you said something heretic. Well, it has to fucking be said. 
And that and much other shit that's happening right now, lots of stuff. And that is why we have this um, this podcast. On that episode, the, the About, on that page, the About page on Jorn.tv at the bottom, there's a resources section. There are several videos there that explain at a physical level what's going on. You need to know more about what's a mass formation psychosis, what is the art of subversion, what is the uh, global economic good at top. All of that information is there and what's what's in this bioweapon. And, and, you know, a lot of people already know that stuff and a lot of people have already made their mind that that's not true. So this is where we part ways. <laughs> if you suddenly feel like I trigger your, you know, your shadow, you're like, oh, my God, he was going so far and how he talked about that. Yes. And I will continue fucking talking about that. Because this is what needs to be said right now. Somebody has to have the fucking balls to say it. Because people are not fucking saying that. And people are dying out there that they didn't need to die. And worst of all, that's just the beginning. Obviously, they have lost a lot of power right now. Their their next stage of the plant is kind of like limping on a couple of bloody legs. <laughs> so It's exciting to see how this whole thing collapses. But that's what's going on. So now let's dive into what Richard Rudd is talking about. These seven root races and their corresponding planes of reality. And let's totally obliterate. Not totally. But there's a lot of stuff here that, you know, where did he pull it? Did he pull it out of his ass? And then I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And did I pull it out of my ass? What's important is that you listen and, and take what makes sense. There's a lot of contradicting stuff and stuff that just doesn't make sense. And uh, I hope he goes later and kind of explains what he's talking about here. Because um, in terms of how energy actually moves, some of this stuff doesn't make sense. So the seven root races relate to the seven planes of reality and the seven subtle bodies, giving us a narrative and a timeline for the involutionary stages of consciousness. For more information on the seven um, bodies and their corresponding planes, you can read or you can listen to all our episodes on the 22nd Jinky. We made a lot of that stuff there. And that on the 22nd Jinky, it did make sense. But now he's talking about involution, meaning the manifestation of consciousness into matter. And, uh, and he's missing all of the creation of the universe. You know, it's like right here, we, we got, I'm just going to go over all of them and then we're going to proceed to dissect them gradually. The first root race is the Polarian and that equals the monadic plane. He's talking about, you know, right, the first thing that got created after the void, right, after the beginning of this multiverse, which uh, it's not a race because there's no, at that point, it's just light. So that is a no-no. Then the second root race is the Hyperborean, and it equals the atmic plane. Second expansion of light. So, you know, he's trying, he's kind of like, because he sees it all simultaneously, he's talking about this um, landing in physicality manifesting as a race, race of people, right? And it's just... Um, it's not that, it's consciousness. And, and you know, and we're going to be talking about, he's, he's really talking about uh, minerals. Um, so the third root race is the Lemurian, and that equals the Buddhic plane. The fourth root race, the Atlatian, and equals the causal plane. The fifth root race is the Aryan, and equals the mental plane. The sixth root race, the Trivian, and equals the astral plane. And the seventh root race is the Pangaean, Pangaean or Pangaean, and equals the physical plane. Um, 
I don't know where he's pulling this stuff out, but you know, maybe the words that he's using they're just uh, that doesn't they're not cohesive. So let's let's now jump into the first eon, um, which is it's threes, right? Which includes two of this second part. We have three eons, and then we're gonna have an, a seventh, right? A fourth. That's what he's talking about. He's separating it into these uh, eras. Right, the first two root races, known as the Polarian and the Hyperborean, represents the crystal, the crystallization of the form of the Earth itself, spanned a time period in which our planet formed, corresponding to the monadic body, the ultimate source of divinity. The Polarian root race represents divine idea or will, before it descends into form. And experiences separation. And I do agree with that one. Yes. And so he, I think he's talking about the races. Um, which is. It's a it's a wrong word to use for this. He's talking about. Um, the explosion of consciousness of God. Into all the different entities. So it's not a race. Um, it's. Um, it's just light. At this point it's the creation of light. And 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 it, I, I, in in my opinion, this is not even the creation of light yet. This is just consciousness. Um, so the second root reads the hyperborean relates to the atomic body, which is the the body of light. So he's saying that light was created in the second, and that does that didn't it doesn't doesn't work like that. And I'm gonna go off how it actually works. So this refers to the coalescing of our planet and our and of the minerals and elements from the sun. Okay, this phase includes the formation of the of the Earth's atmosphere and the gradual refining of its elements and gases until our planet was able to support life. It was during these first phases of our evolution that the constituent elements of all planetary life were endowed with subtle forms of consciousness. In some traditions, these are known as the angels of the elements or the devas of the mineral realm. So let's start from the beginning dissecting this thing um, because what he's doing here is kind of like um, he's kind of squeezing a lot of things together that um, um, they're not necessarily related with each other. So first thing, let's start from the beginning. Okay, where does involution begins? Involution, remember, is, and we talked about that yesterday, is coming from, imagine, the beginning of the multiverse. This multiverse, and when I mean multiverse, is there are infinite parallel universes for every single decision that we make, right? So there is a universe that is multiple on infinity. For every single person or entity in the entire universe, there's every decision they make creates a parallel universe, Right. It doesn't create it because that's it's kind of like it's it's bad ways to talk about the language is incredibly ridiculously stupid to talk about this stuff because these are concepts that are far, far ahead of language. But what it what it what it means is that every single possible possible choice exists simultaneously, just like when you're looking at the quantum field. Right. When you're talking about quantum slit experiment. Right. The wave and the particle exist simultaneously. It depends on the observer of the observation of the scientist is going to yield a different result. And the, um, and the particle uh, with the double slit experiment, right? 
is the same everywhere. For every contemplation, every point of attention that you put your attention there and you're on that universe. You move it somewhere else, you're in another universe, right? And it's not that you're creating it. They already exist. But this is just this multiverse. There is worlds upon worlds before this world and there will be, world is not the right word, there's multiverses upon multiverses before this multiverse and after this multiverse. We come from before what's called the void or the beginning of this multiverse and people call it a womb, right? And so that's when I'm talking about the beginning and then where we come from there and then what's that beginning? How does that even look? Right, That beginning is the realization of this multiverse, of God, whatever you want to call it, right? Which it existed before this, right? Of all that is possible in this multiverse. And this particular multiverse is made out of the refuse of the previous multiverse, which is time, right? And before the time didn't exist in the other multiverse. And light, all of that stuff didn't exist in them. Who knows what kind of life existed on that other multiverse when there was no light or time. Imagine that, Have you, or sound. All of these are the elements that make this multiverse. Consciousness, light, sound, time, and matter, right? This is what this multiverse is made of. Consciousness, light, sound, um, time, and uh, matter. And they're all the same thing. They're all consciousness. But consciousness that has been lowered in its frequency vibration. So as it's coming down, it's, it's this consciousness. Is, um, and some people like to see that that beginning of this multiverse happened with the Big Bang. I don't have any opposition to that. You know, to say that that was the beginning. Because, you know, we're talking about simultaneity, right? We're talking about both the evolution of spirit and the evolution of, of, of matter simultaneously. So yes, in many ways, you could look at this Big Bang as this realization of God, of, its, of, of the infinite of itself. And then in an explosion of matter, just totally like happened physically. However, I do like to see it in a different way because at the very top, there was no matter. It was just consciousness. The first thing, even before consciousness, there was nothing. That was just the void. So we're coming from multiverses where there's just the void and there's life there. Who knows what kind of life that exists there? We cannot even imagine it because we need a different kind of brain to probably process that kind of consciousness. But we have that void, that nothing, then we have consciousness. Right, and that's what I would call the first plane. Oh no, no, the first plane. I would call it the seventh plane. Right, consciousness. Right, there's the void, and then there's the seventh plane, which is pure consciousness, and then we got the sixth plane. Right, and and that's why he's right here. He's talking about what he calls the first root race, Richard Rod, and the second root race, the first the Polarian, and the second the Hyperborean, and he's equaling them to these planes of existence. Which that's when I see he's like totally off the chart here because, you know, these planes of existence, there wasn't even matter back then. It was just consciousness. So you have what he calls the monadic plane. I call it the seventh plane. 
let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that would be the seventh plane and what he calls the atmic plane, I would call the sixth plane. I would not equate it to these Polarian and Hyperborean races, although I do believe we had these races in the past, right? We had the um, Polarian, Hyperborean, Lemurian, Atlantean, the Aryan, and we're in the Trivian right now, and we're going into the Pangaean. But I don't know if that Pangaean is probably the Pangaean going, goes to the back, because Pangaea was back in the there when the Earth was still, didn't have the shape that it has now. So I don't know if I would call it that. And then we're talking about these rude races. That's a term that I totally find absolutely useless, because it's not a race, and it is not a route. <laughs> And it doesn't even equate with the fucking planes. So that's a whole other head trip. I don't know where he pulled that out from. But we got seven plane. We got pure consciousness, six plane. Now we got that consciousness. It's light. In fact, at the beginning in, in the seven conscious, seven plane, it is light. At the beginning of light. And then that light begins to densify. Begins to vibrate at a lower frequency, creating time as it creates these planes of existence. And what is that light? It is all of us. It is you, it is me, and it is every single entity in the entire universe because the light of God is one, but it has infinite, and I mean infinite, points of um, distribution, if you want to call it, points of perception. You are a point of perception of God. I am a point of perception of God. In this limited state, you know, at some point we're going to return to that God and, you know, dissolve back into the one light, right? But that light of God keeps expanding and it is this mandate, you know, you have free will. The will of God, you're made in the image of God, meaning you are the creator. Just like God created the light, because there was no light. You can see this in the Bible, They even have it there, all twisted and turned around, but it is there. In the beginning, God created the light, right? Because there was darkness or something like that. I remember that was the very Genesis, right? So we have the light. We are the light of God. And so as we are creating with that light, because we're using that light to create, we're creating planes of existence, planes of light. But this light begins to densify. You got the higher light. But at the beginning, you have consciousness itself, which is not even light. Before consciousness, we have nothing. We have the void, which is, you could say the void is consciousness. And, um, and then we have the light at the seventh plane. We got the sixth plane. That light begins to densify. And you can start seeing on the spectrum. By the sixth, we got uh, gamma rays. Seth, the fifth, we got uh, X-rays. In the fifth, the fourth, we're going to see the visible light spectrum. We're seeing it on the phys- a literally physical spectrum. There are planes of existence that are made up of gamma rays and X-rays and, in, and you know, violet, blue, uh, what's it called? Um, what's it called? Um, inf- um, ultraviolet blue light, right? And those are planes of existence where we have lived before we even had bodies, Right? Physical bodies, we were just um, um, vibration, we were light creating worlds, worlds, okay, inside of this multiverse, okay, and, and worlds is the wrong word, universes, 
Because this, remember, there's no t- the time and space on these realms. They are they are vibrating at a different frequency, so they're not matter yet, and they're not matter because in order to have matter, you need to to separate the light into positive and negative, and still you don't have matter. Because, you know, we're coming down, we're unified all, all the way to the, you know, we got the seventh plane, which is like um, the pure light of creation. The sixth, we got, the sixth, we got gamma ray, seven ray, seven, we got, um, the fifth, we got x-ray, fourth, we got ultraviolet blue. And then the third, this is the visible light that we see here, the light of the suns and stars and everything. This is where light appears in physicality. But it's light. It's not matter. So the light without, there's not a sun yet. The universe, and you know, this is the point that I'm thinking. And and the Big Bang didn't happen at the beginning of these, you know, planes of existence. It happened when it hit the physical reality. When, when, When it went all the way down, involved into the physical reality. Remember, every single one of these planes of existence, it's a time. It's getting slower. Meaning the moment from observation to manifestation is taking longer. And in the, in the beginning, it's, it's all instantaneous. Whatever your attention is, the attention of God is, everything happens in, in a moment. But as time gets created, as light gets densified, as the frequency of light gets lower, time becomes longer. And so now we have here at this third plane, people call it these heavens, the third heaven, fourth heaven, fifth heaven, sixth heaven. When you die, you go to one of these places according to your level of frequency, right? And before you come back here, right? That's the side note. And then we have what's called the second plane called the infrared. And this is what, you know, um, people like Dante would call the purgatory, right? These are... The, um, the what they call the astral plane, and and um, and this astral plane is where you get stuck when you're still emotionally attached to physicality, where you are not able to let go of your personality, and so but now you're dead, so you're still here, kind of you know stuck in between here and there, and 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 because there's there, the time operates differently there, you could be stuck there for thousand years or a millennia you don't even know it because it's a blink of an eye right or or it could take forever you know you're, you're looping looping on these emotional addictions that went with you because they were so ingrained you were so ingrained a lot of people stuck there and they eventually wake up you know there's people other people helping them there what we call angels right and there's 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 a lot of freaky fuckers that live there that now operate from that reality what we call demons right and uh, and they're stuck in their loops and they need your emotions because they feed off your emotional addiction so this is that's when we get into that kind of stuff it's um it's very interesting but you have to see it from that place of order scientific where does it actually fit and then we have physicality which is a creation of, because at the very core, what do we have in this reality? The subatomic structure, right? The subatomic structure, then we have what? Subatomic particles, and then we have an atom, which is a positive, a negative particle, if you want to call it, and a neutral, a proton, a neutron, and an electron cloud, 
which is the negative, right? And you got the proton being the positive, and you get the neutron uh, being the neutral. And all of these, you know, still in quotes, because, you know, who fucking knows what they're actually figured out and they're what, what you're actually being told. And, but it's something like that, something like that. But what it is at its very core is consciousness turning to light, slowed by time, eventually coagulated light turns into matter. And this matter, it goes out throughout time, present, past, and future simultaneously, right? So that's why all of this stuff doesn't make sense. What he's talking about, he just is backwards. Because then at that point, you could say, you could say, if you're trying to, let's play the devil's advocate here for a second. If he's talking about the simultaneity of the entire multiverse, meaning because we've created time as we created these worlds, not this world, these, these planes of existence, eventually to get into the physical plane, right? In the physical plane, you do have all of the seven planes squished. In this physical reality, you have access to all the seven planes because your consciousness can go anywhere from here. You, your body, you know, can't until you have trained it, you know, developed it, uh, uh, that it's able to actually handle them. But your consciousness can. And so, um, and so it could be that what he's talking about, he's referring to the equation, the e equation of the creation of matter in relationship to the planes of existence, meaning when he's talking about this first eon and this polarian race, or, or he's talking about the creation of crystals and and minerals, right? So the consciousness that embodied that era was a very basic consciousness that was building reality, still kind of, in my opinion, is lacking a lot of solidity. That, that theory is very, very fluffy. You know, what it makes more sense is that once we got here, and this is, this is, this is where the adventure in physicality begins, because now we're physical, and then what do we have? We have the Big Bang. Boom! And then the entire physical universe begins expanding, and now you can just pick up one of these videos on YouTube and see how it actually happened, right? Because they're beautiful. Um, and see the whole expansion and the heating of the universe. And then eventually, now we have, you know, billions of years later, we have planets where we can actually um, come as, you know, angels that we are, right? The light of God and walk around. And eventually we can create a bio-machine, that we can inhabit, right? Now we're riding the bio-machine. And that happened in another planet, in another fucking galaxy, in another universe. It did not happen on Earth. So he's missing a chunk, a huge chunk of the story here. And I don't know where he's, you know, mixing this monadic with the first root race, with the polar, and he pulled this stuff. I don't know, he pulled this out of a, some weird yogi. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But we have all that evolution throughout billions, billions of years, civilizations collapsed and rise. And the same fucking issues with our emotions, with our drama happening for billions of years in other star systems. You know, we had different biomachines. The beginning that was just, you know, they were like suits. You, you would hang them on the drawer. Somebody else would pick it up. And, you know, we were trading these monkeys or whatever you want to call it. Who knows what it was back in the day in another galaxy? It could be a fish or, or a pterodactyl. 
conscious pterodactyl, right? And we've been all of that for billions of years. And so eventually, all of that work, because there was a lot of work on all of many star systems, infinite. Imagine, look at the multiverse. How many galaxies out there with how many civilizations evolving on different strands of their attention, right? Of, of, of their focus. They're, they're, they're not picking up the entire picture, but somebody else in another galaxy did. And at some point they get together and they had a war. And at some point they made an agreement and say, well, how about we just you know mixed our genetics so that we can get along and stuff like that. Somebody had that idea and then that idea, something happened in another galaxy. And then all over the place they're like, you know, Solution is not in hating you because you're different than me, but figuring out how can we coexist together? How can we evolve? Because ultimately, at the very core, we all come from God. We all are the divine light of creation. We are not these biomachines, but because this reality is so fucking real, <laughs> it is not, but it is. It's the, it's the ultimate video game. We think that we are these biomachines. And people begin to forget their origins. And now we're stuck here. But let's fast forward, you know, 13 billion years, 13.84 billion years, you know, since the Big Bang. And now here we are in this planet. And many of you come from, many of all of us come from who fucking knows, not just one star system, not just one galaxy. Untold. Our lineage goes back not to the Big Bang, but to the beginning of this multiverse. We've been through all of these planes of existence in order to get to physicality. And then we've been through all who knows how many galaxies and universes universes that, that probably we're talking about multiverse. There's that too. People existing in parallel universe. That's for another day. But here we are. And where? what are we doing here? In this reality, we are learning how to get along. It's fucking simple. I mean, all of this stuff, we can talk here until the cows come home. But we're just learning how to get along. And how are we going to get along? It can't be by telling people what to do. Because that has never worked. It cannot be by telling people, I got the truth and you, your truth sucks. You know? You can, you can say, this is what I have researched. This is what I have found. This is what I have put together. This works for me. And I am using it. Now, you can use and take and, and you know, head trip on whatever the fuck you want. And I love you. And if you want to do that, that's great. But the best thing that we can give as a gift to each other is say, listen to everything. Put your own bag of stuff together make your own mind mind is a wrong word because that's part of the body mind consciousness make your own decision that's probably better of what is it that you're going to explore because it's all about where are you putting your attention right we're exploring a certain area of god and then and then you're gonna go in a journey and you're gonna find whatever you're gonna find. And that's what we've all been doing. And ultimately here we are in this planet, you gotta look at the fucking moon. Why does the moon doesn't spin? Why is it perfectly fucking locked? So that it's always giving us one face. Right? At some point we're gonna find that out. 
what kind of technology are we living in this planet that is perfectly sort of sort of kind of perfectly working out in sort of perfectly way in a perfect distance from the sun and we have all these different types of people with different skin colors with different behaviors with different attitudes with different you know tendencies and now at this point we're pretty much a soup we're talking about genetics the bio machine is a soup but it's not just the genetics people the who we are I don't call it people. People is the wrong word. Entity. You know, if you want to call it the, the divine light of creation. We come from all over the place. That's why we're so different. And that is good. Because we've learned so many things on our journeys. Who knows where we got stories. Oh, my God. And so it's just when, when you actually grow up and have the... Um, um, uh, you're no longer insecure... You can actually sit down and actually share stories with people without feeling limited. I don't have anything to say. Yes, we are all great. We're all the children of God and we're all fucking epic. That's why we're here. And that's why it's so challenging to be here. Because this is the cutting edge of the expansion of the consciousness of God. Not just this planet. There's many more planets like this at this level of evolution. But particularly, we're here doing this kind of job. And we're going to discover more in the next few years or decades of what's actually going on here. So we can go on without forever. But uh, let's just leave it at that. And uh, we're going to continue tomorrow with what Richard calls the second eon. The flowering and the fall. What he calls the Lemurian and Atlassian. And we're going to really dive into that and hammer on that one. Now that we understand that what he's talking about here, it's all over the place and it doesn't have a cohesion. Because he's, he's literally missing the entire creation of this physical reality. No, we're here. We're in the earth. We are the center of the universe. Woo! Fuck no. Didn't happen like that. They're missing a piece of the puzzle. But anyway... Podcast is every day, Monday through Sunday, and one of these days is going to be the Pioneers of the Great Awakening, like we had in a couple days ago. If you haven't seen that episode with Will Keller, and we have that on the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. Um, you can find us on every podcast app out there, but our homepage of the podcast is jorn.tv. That's J-O-U-R-N.tv. That's the homepage of the podcast. That's where you can find almost 800 episodes of the podcast there. And you have the Jinkies page where all the stuff that I understand talk about the Jinkies, the About page where we have all this you know, information about what's going on. And the Pioneers page where we have our... Um, Pioneers of the Great Awakening subset podcast of the podcast uh, where these are our guests. We have and we have this on video and audio and they share with us the story of their journey, how they went into the darkness, found th their whatever they needed to find there, came out the other way, the other end, and now they're sharing that gift to the world. Beautiful people from all walks of life. The Pioneers of the Great Awakening, you'll find them there. And if you go to the uh, bottom right corner of TV, click on the support button and you will see all of our um, support there. We have all our social media. We have a Rumble channel where you can find also all these videos of the Pioneers of the Great Awakening. We have... Um, we have three channels of news. We have uh, an X 
or ex Twitter. <laughs> we have a, a Telegram news channel and we have a Truth Social channel. And this is news, physical news, basic, you know. We try to be as objective and logical when we post stuff there because there's tons of people saying a bunch of stuff that is useless. You know, it's like, show me something that makes sense for our, you know, movement of, of you know, physical stuff now. And, and that's what we're putting there. Um, there's a, this is the one thing that happens a lot in the new age or the underground, you know, truth or community, if you want to call it. a lot of fucking bullshit. And what I mean by that is people just talking stuff that triggers our emotional excitement or whatever it is. And it's feeding the personality bullshit that doesn't make, that doesn't work for anything. You know, oh, yeah, we have Hillary Clinton in, in, in Guantanamo Bay and she is a fucking clone and it happened three years ago. You know, they've already arrested everybody. The fucking, you know, white hats are taking, they're saving the world and taking the kids out of the underground bases, you know, and the, 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 the you know, all of that stuff. It's like, like me telling you a story, a sci-fi story and telling you is the truth. Remember, there is no truth unless you were there and you watched it. Unless you had the experience, we're talking about beliefs here. And so um, it could be or it could not be all of this stuff that people are saying. It doesn't fucking matter. Show me something here that actually makes sense and we're actually moving forward. And that's the kind of stuff that we focus on the news channels right there. We also have coaching if you want help integrating this work, working with these jinkies. I mean, everything is already on the podcast, but if you want one-on-one, -on -one, a soundboard or, or you know, an expl deeper explanation or work with your jinkies or any of this stuff, we have an actual um, Telegram chat room where you can actually go there and ask questions and share and all of that stuff, and it's free. And if you want actually one-on-one -on -one Zoom call, you can um, you can schedule an appointment there. There's a link right there in the support button, join.tv. We have a coaching program that is more long-term. This is 90 days coaching program, 12 sessions called Live Design. And it is to design every single aspect of your life in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose using your hologenetic profile on the Jinkies as the map to put it all together. And then recognize it. Where is your priorities in your family, in your business, in your in your community, with your you know your hobbies? Every single aspect of your life, put it in alignment. Because when you find and you recognize your deepest spiritual purpose, then it everything changes in your life. Your priorities change. You start. You realize that the reason we don't have time, right? Because everybody's like, I don't have time. I don't have time for this. I got to go. Is because we're doing a bunch of shit that we shouldn't be doing. And what I mean shouldn't, it's not in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose. There is, There are things that have priority. And when you recognize that within yourself, you bring them to the surface. And now they're top priority. And then everything comes under that. And now your life starts making sense. So we have a very specific coaching uh, program for that. It's called Life Design. You can find it there. We have a coaching program for people who are stuck in the dark night of the soul that are ready. And that's, I cannot emphasize that more. Ready to get out. If you're not ready, no matter what anybody says, no matter if Jesus appears in front of you, you're not going to get out of it. And what I mean by ready means 
that you're ready to, in the midst of your suffering or your numbness or whatever the fuck your dark night of the soul is about, in the midst of it, you make the, the, the solid decision to be of service. And you be of service while you are suffering. And we help you make that transition. And so it's very, very specific, right? So not everybody's ready for that one. And we have a coaching program for coaches. If you're a coach of any kind of coach, business coach or spiritual coach or life coach, and you want to generate highly qualified clients that can't wait to work with you, we have a very specific coaching program called the Client Generator. And this is to use the power of podcasting, exactly what I'm doing here, to connect with the specific kind of tribe of people that are in your frequency vibration. And it has to do with your level of authenticity and natural inner drive. When you put several of these elements together, you build a specific stream of energy that connects exactly with the type of people that want, they can't wait to work with you. So if you're a coach, you want to learn how to put all of those elements together, click on that client generator and learn more about it right there. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast, and I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.